said its 16-year-old daughter is a walking nuclear bomb. There's a possibility you would explode. Don't go nowhere. Where would I go? Things just got a little more interesting. Where's Tobias? Now, <laughs> uh, welcome back to Black Lightning Matters. This is your premiere spot for the CW and DC Comics Black Lightning Television Show recap and review. I am one. Of the, go ahead. Happy Black History Month. Absolutely, Happy Black History Month. Fist in the sky. I'm blackity black. I'm black, y'all. I'm black and I'm black. Uh, <laughs> thank you all for joining us again for another installment of Black Lightning Matters. Happy to have you here. Make sure you are uh, use that hashtag BLMPod. I am Rain Coleman, one of your co-hosts for Black Lightning Matters. Find me on Twitter, Carefree Blurred, and all that good shit. And I have with me today, as in every day, uh, I ain't even gonna give you no jokes, man. No Henderson jokes this week. Go ahead, introduce yourself, brother. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Nicole Jackson, and I am the other of BLM Pod. And I just want to say, hey, I'm sorry. Wasn't there for the program. I apologize. And I made it to live at the last 15 minutes of the show. I had related things that I had to do, but hey. Shit happens. Life happens. Man, I don't know what else to say. Um, you can catch me on Twitter, though, at ColeJackson12, and you can catch me on IG, at ColeJackson underscore B1. And you can always, always catch both of us live tweeting. <laughs> well, not always, but you can catch us. Usually. Musical <laughs> Mondays. Use the hashtag BLMPod, Pod Squad. Will Watson, shout out Shane. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Just make sure, make sure you guys are checking, and make sure, make sure you guys are watching the IG live. We want let everybody know that we're doing IG live. We want people to share that stuff. We want more people to come to the IG live. We we're not gonna miss it anymore because hopefully Nissa will make sure that we, you know, what I'm saying, make sure to tweet it out so we'll know that that. That it's gonna be up last time we missed it because this didn't tweet it out, so right, 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 man. And how the fuck dare she? See, she'd be fucking up, she'd be fucking up, y'all. Okay, so uh, first thing first, um, I I, I tried to hold it down for the for the the pregame, I think I did okay. I think it did amazing, man. Look, Empress, the pod squad showed up. Um, that being said, dope, like you said, check us out there. Uh, before even getting into this episode, please, let's get into this motherfucking hiatus. What is going on with these hiatuses? The thing about CW is they like a season. I'm telling you, I'm not feeling this. They did this um, last, I think this really started maybe two seasons ago. Yeah. And I think The Flash was having one of his better seasons, and they did that with Flash, and it was, um, it was stupid, man. Like, I don't know what these seasons out so long. I don't know if they're trying to see if the ratings are going to go up. I understand. We don't need another hiatus for this. Three episodes left, right? Yeah, three. So why are we have a hiatus? That doesn't make any sense at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I feel the same way. The hiatus is kind of fucked up. For those of you who listen to all of Carefree Black Nerds review shows, you know that... Um, Riverdale was also taking a hiatus, which is frustrating as fuck. Uh, it's giving me time to do other shit, but these random, like, I, I wish they would schedule the hiatuses so that we'll know going forward. Even if as a casual viewer, it's a little, it's just annoying. Like, what the fuck? You yeah, got us? 
it's 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 really stupid, yo. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, neither me, neither me. But um, I guess until the in the meantime, in between time, we're gonna get y'all this uh this content, and then I don't know, maybe just wait for the next three episodes because I don't know what the fuck they got going on. So this episode of Black Lightning is the Book of Secrets, Chapter Three, Pillars of Pillars of Pillar of Fire, Singular Fire. Pillar of Fire, Season Two, Episode Thirteen. Now. I'm not even going to claim to understand what the fuck is going on. I'm sure it's some maybe religious thing, but these titles are getting more and more. It feels like it's a deep cut to something that you got to be extremely religious to know about or like, I, that, that, I think that's what it feels like. What is it? Can you give me any insight? Honestly, man, I don't know if they're trying to, I mean, it's like they're, I kind of, Agree with you. It's kind of like they're making their own Bible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the book of the Black Lightning Bible. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Don't know, man. I've never really understood it. It is the first season, and I guess they're trying to continue. I've never really understood that either. Yeah. So, it's, well, Jefferson is Black. I mean, yeah, this is true, and it doesn't bother me. It's just it's, it's when I see these long ass titles, I'm like, is this? Is there something I'm missing? Is there a joke? Is there a, a hidden message? What the fuck ain't I getting? But yeah, I, I, would, I would rather for them to kind of help us explain, or, or you know, like I've seen interviews with the the cast and they to bring it up. I wish they would, would bring that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe at a Comic Con. Uh, any of you uh, Black Lightning Matters listeners out there, if you at a convention and you. Um, one of them are on the panel, please, please mention the show and ask them, look, say I listen to Black Lightning Matters and we want to know what the fuck do these titles mean? What do these <laughs> titles mean? Help us. Say, help, help us out, me. Nick. <laughs> okay. Uh, Anissa. That uh, chick. Um, okay, so... Oh, fam, I'm, I'm conflicted because even with this episode, she got on my nerves, but I felt that the effort that she was putting in with Grace this episode should have been done over the course of other episodes. Because it felt like she was, you know, doing good, trying. But I'm like, motherfucker, this is too little, too late. What the fuck are you, but... Yeah, but, okay, we'll get... Yes. Yeah. I have my opinion, too. Uh, uh, oh, before we get into it... Yeah. Let's just... I want to say this right now, too. I want to put this out here. This episode... Directed by Robert Townsend. Robert Townsend directed this episode. Okay, media and, man. Um, he did a pretty good job. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Him and the writers as well, because for all the shit that they put us through, this was a very intense, from start to finish, jam-packed episode. I felt yeah. like this was one of the better Black Lightning episodes. Period. It was. So let me let me say this too. It seems like we need. Who is this? Is it Sam Akil? Who's the director? Who's the using the main the main director? Oh shit, hell, I don't know. Oh, I, I think it's Sam Akil, but I, I, I'm feeling he's being a little bit complacent because it's like when they, if you notice, but normally they have best directors. Yeah, the episode's so much better. Like it's so mm-hmm. things work. And I don't know if it's because I, I don't really know anything else that the uh, the regular director does. It's, I think it is Sam McKeel, if I'm not mistaken. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if it's a situation where he's kind of just complacent or if he 
I don't know, but like, it, like I've noticed every time they have guest directors, because um, I think the, and I could be wrong, and guys, hey, if I'm wrong, you know, you know, you can correct me on it. But I think the part, the little stuff that happened, I mm-hmm. think they had a guest director for that too, if I'm not mistaken. It may be. We can take hell. We got two weeks. We could take a step back and, and see if that's the case. Right. Um, but but you know no, I agree and it's it's so uh, funny that you bring it up because I uh, I just in the last maybe ten years or so started paying attention to directors and writers and producers instead of just looking at the actors on screen and though this is a bit of a tangent I remember watching an episode of Scandal spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen this episode but when her mom was in prison and I want to say she ate through her hand or her Mm. arm to get out of a cell and that I think and I could be wrong I think Ava DuVernay directed that episode but just you could see that it still felt like Scandal but it was a very different episode of Scandal Mm. so ever since then I've, I've been aware of when shows feel different and I agree with you when you do have a guest on it's still a good show but this was damn good I, mm-hmm. I, I have so to. much happened. A lot happened in here. Uh... Well, let's get into the episode. Just... Alright, alright. Dive right in. So, The Book of Secrets, Chapter 3, Pillar of Fire. Now, we open up with uh, Jennifer in a, I don't know, globe of some sorts? What's that globe that... Uh, Bubble. Yeah, that, <laughs> that Diddy and Mace danced in front of. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, she's trapped in there. <laughs> but it's in... What they're calling now the Sanctum? Sanctum? When did they get this name? I, and when they say Sanctum, I equate that to Doctor Strange in Marvel, Sanctum Santor. Right. So, but you and know, then now it's got this door. I, I it's so in the episode when your sister walks into it, and it's this like door Jennifer? behind this big. No, this is your sister. But when you walk, when you, it's a door, and it's like a bunker, and I'm like. I ain't never seen that. I mean, shit, they got tunnels that we didn't know nothing about. It feels like in good times when uh, there was the first couple seasons where they had one bedroom and then like the next season where they tried to just change and act like Thelma had her own room. You can't just add a door to this hood-ass apartment like we supposed to just overlook <laughs> that. Gamby, get the fuck out of here. Um, I'm, I'm willing to let that stuff slide, though it is odd as fuck because Jennifer's in this big ass the globe it has to be as big as like like a car like honestly if you were able to ball up a car it's as big as fuck where did this come from Gamgee has a lot of his ASA days I guess I suppose but this shit is just weird as fuck cause it's like you could've put Jefferson in there for some reason and I know it's it's just convenient for the show but it's just weird that's what CW stands for convenient writing yeah apparently <laughs> So, another piece of convenient writing, uh, Jennifer, Gamby says, give me 50%, and she, like, heats up her body and, you know, exhibits her phoenix powers and shorts out everything in the sanctum, and Gamby and Jefferson have a conversation about, oh, you know, you can't, you said this is foolproof, blah, whatever, okay, whatever, they say all this shit. A nuclear attack. And there's, like, she's more powerful than that apparently yes and and this was coming to my convenient writing so Jefferson says you know my 16 year old girl can power it in a nuclear whatever blah blah whatever um I with her emotional state I don't know if you know she can handle it some shit Jennifer says uh you know Anissa taught me how to read lips right read lips 
First and fucking foremost, what you're not going to do is insult my intelligence and act as if Vanessa has taught Jennifer any goddamn thing. <laughs> Secondly, you're not about to act like we've established that Anissa could read lips. Because even if you did that, I would be able to be like, okay, maybe. You haven't established that she could read lips. You haven't established what degree she got. Like, what? I was, I was like, nah, fam. Let's, let's not do this. You know, is everything. She is is the swift Swiss knives of superheroes. Oh, I'm not for it. I'm not for I'm it. I'm just saying, bro. Hey, uh, she's the nurse, a teacher, a college a girl, a read lips and turbo. <laughs> Read lips and turn. Yeah, but I mean, again, that's something I can let slide. But I was like, man, don't try to throw that in. I think a lot of times when people do stuff like that, it's almost like you got new people who come on the shows every day, every episode. And this might be a new person and just was like, oh, this shit look good. Let me watch it. Like how I watched Arrow because I watched Arrow this, excuse me, this past episode that came on before Black Lightning. I was, I was into the shit. I'm like, oh, shit, I okay. But what I'm what I'm saying is this is probably some shit that happened in Arrow that might be a little different or, or some convenient shit. But I, the shit was bad. But this ain't an Arrow podcast, but that shit. That nigga had them motherfuckers paralyzed in their seats. I'm like, oh, 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 it's curtains for you motherfuckers. Grandma and granddad, what, they ain't looking too bad now, are they? Shit. Maybe you should have gave them custody, nigga. But I digress. So all you Arrow fans out there. Uh, I might be coming at you with, with like an arrow roundup or something because I, I I need to I need to to give y'all some shit some hot takes <laughs> oh shit and uh, <laughs> now we move from the bunker corner and then we go into the lab where we see Lynn hustling she in uh, hustling and scuffling she got to make this cure we got to help these kids help the pie kids folks we need to start a telethon. Yes, help the podcast kids. Big boy, how much money you're gonna help the pie kids and help <laughs> help Lynn pay these pie kids? Because you know it is Black History Month. It's is a lie. Black yeah. history is not just our history; it's your history too. It's American um, history. Yes, yes, yes. So, Lynn is in there trying to make. This, she's, she's getting the. Uh, she's working on a cure, and good old old Daniel comes up there, and they go in conversation about. The uh, Markovians. Yes. Um, and they talk about the Markovians and what they're doing, their plans are. We gotta move the pie kids. And she's like, no, we can't. Like, I have work to do. And, um, gosh. He said something about that. What is it about, about Dr. J? Like, oh, yeah. That she, well, that she don't want to work with her at all. And, uh, she was like, bitch away from me. Duh. Yeah, yeah. Re- really quick, really quick. I want to interrupt you with this. Tell me because I'm 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 having a hard time with this. I understand that moving the podcast is a bad idea and they're gonna get sick or whatever. But do you think the show is presenting that in a convincing way? No. It feel like a MacGuffin to me. It's like we moved them here. Why can't we just move them again? Like right. It doesn't. Why was it a big deal now? Was it last time? Yeah. So okay, I just want to be sure I ain't crazy because I was like, "What the? This doesn't fucking matter." Like we've moved them before. Hell, one of them broke free, <laughs> like terrorized the town for like a few hours. Like what? The right. f- and also, before we even get there, where the fuck is Issa? They kept bringing him up this episode. Yeah. I was like, "How do you even know Issa is gone?" This that's, nigga. That's your fault because you said the boy can't act, so they fired him. <laughs> 
I mean, I mean, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, uh, cause uh, Mike Lowry said all lives matter, Issa. So, <laughs> okay, okay, but no, getting back to uh, Hillman College, where uh, Lynn is uh, arguing with Odell. This scene made me convince me rather that Odell knows about Jefferson, Anissa, and Jen. This scene, because what he said was he, he gave it that shit about. Okay, I've watched enough superhero comic book, um, super villain shit to know that a lot of times when somebody has your back against the wall and you are a good person, you're not a villain. It's smarter for me to give you options. I, 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 I'm. You need to choose option two, but I'm going to give you options and frame it in a way that makes you want to choose option two. If that does not work, I'm going to let you know that you have no choice but to choose option two. With this conversation he had, he told her about the Markovians. He told her about Jason. She's like, why the fuck would I help you? I don't want you to move this. But what he said was he stressed to her that Markovians are collecting metas. They're going after them. And he said, and I, I can't remember verbatim, but it was... He's going. They will go after anybody, be it they can mm-hmm. control lightning or they can stump holes in the ground. And to uh, say that yeah, yeah, and yeah. not oh, wow. for somebody that's Completely following her, it's very because you could have easily talked about the Latino chick that blew wind everywhere. Mm-hmm. You could have just spoken in general terms, but to speak so spe- even though Black Lightning and Thunder are neighborhood celebrities, to speak so specifically. <laughs> I just I said oh no he know he's been now he might not know about Jen so much because she's relatively new with her powers but he knows about Jefferson and and Anissa he has to and he may it may be I got this in my back pocket or it may be I'm still trying to look out for her but right. still do my ASA shit so some kind of way I feel like he knew he knows what the fuck is going on and I'm sticking I didn't to think it about that. yeah I'm sticking I didn't to think it. About that. It's, I didn't catch that. I mean, I heard what he said. It was so That's smooth. Listen to what he was saying. It was so and smooth. He now Odell also offers her like a million dollars. Yeah. For research laboratory stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was research or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wish we had more Odell. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Um, yeah. I think taking, I, you know, something. Now that I think about it, too, taking Lynn out of the facility, out of her lab, was probably a big mistake because I, I, I like Lynn a whole lot better with her being in the lab, in that facility, working. Yeah. It seemed like once she got out of that and she was actually doing all this toting a gun and, and being upset about her daughter and stuff like that, yeah. it's like... Just wasn't really in her element, and I don't know if it was the fact that maybe she was she she was in the lab too long in the beginning of the season. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, just, yeah. It just felt I felt a whole lot better about Lynn because it just made sense for her to be in a lab and, and doing what she's supposed to do, and just seeing her like now that we've gotten this far into the season, everybody should have had their own like Arc. foe. Mm-hmm. And Lynn should have had, you know, instead of Dr. Jace, I think Odell just matches her perfectly as far as like being her. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I agree. Um, Now, I will say 
uh, as I guess the opposite of your point, I'd like her being out of the the facility. But what fucked her up for me is I don't like the way they handled that Jin situation. Even her acting and the choices that they made for the characters, that's what fucked up fucked her up for me. Because I can get you being upset and depressed over the 14 pod kids that died. And I can I can deal with that. But I think that would have been a much more interesting storyline without the Jin stuff. The Jin stuff is what tainted me for her being outside of the, um, of the facility. And especially since I, I feel like the show doesn't really know what they're doing with these kids. Uh, maybe now, because, you know, we, we found out towards the end what the plan is, but it just felt like they were just MacGuffins. They were just, because how do you lose 14 of them? Like, I don't, I have to go back to season one, but I did, I thought it was only 14 of them when uh, the racist white dude was killed. I- yeah, but then you know they lost some more because of Doctor Doctor Jace killed them with their. Well, kind of what I think she, she killed half of them, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I guess so, that's that's smart because you can more so control the numbers as a show, as far as saying okay, we have seven actors to hire, and you know, like so I get that, but it was just odd. The podcast thing is like. I, I like it, but I want it to hurry up and matter because it doesn't feel like it matters. Well, I mean, it, I mean, once we get to the end of this episode, it kind of does matter now. Yeah, now, you know, and that's cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm here for it. I just, I just want one more. I like Liam more in this episode than I have in the last like four or five I, episodes. I just feel like I like her more because she's in her element. I feel like her being at M Lab. Yeah. She's racing against time. She's trying to make sure she's trying to save these kids like she's been doing the whole season. Yeah. And, you know, Odell. And it just, that whole thing with her works. Yeah. It it, it was, it, I think that was, that was that was a really good thing. Mm-hmm. And I, taking her out of the lab, just it just kind of messed a lot of things up. Oh, yeah. So. That's all right. That's all right. Now, the next thing we get, which is something that I have to admit I really like. Henderson and Gamby investigating together. I like this. That was cool. I really like this. That I mean, cool. the smart-ass comments, the, you know, discovering shit together. I just... And it makes Henderson and, seem like a more competent detective. Yeah, I could honestly say I don't like Henderson. Um, That grouping of those two mm-hmm. worked. Uh, it was funny because... <laughs> Gamer pulls out like his watch and he said, oh, you know, this is a gig. I, I don't know. It's a guy. Yeah. Me, whatever it is. And he was like, what do you say? What's your in your shoe? Yeah. You got a something. <laughs> <laughs> Henderson is such an old typical man. Negro. Right. Typical Negro. Go talk about some, oh, you got this. What else you got? But I like that, that they were together. Good chemistry. Funny. Yeah. Henderson was, Henderson was actually kind of weak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Believe it or not. yeah. So it was a it was a good it was a good scene. Um, and then we get we find out they dragged the they take the uh, the the original four I guess the original four kids yeah or original creations they're they're investigating that so. yeah and that um, Henderson says well. 
or well, one of them, I can't remember which one, but pretty much there because they're moved. Of course, Tobias knew we were coming. Henderson showed up. Um, there was a couple other clues that they laid out. It was like it would it would make sense for him to keep these motherfuckers here. Um, so we get Tobias and Cutter, which again something else that I really like. Did you skip something? No, no, no. What? Wait, what? Sister in the apartment, in the empty apartment, when that this scene. Oh fuck yeah, god damn. Okay, yeah, taking the steps back, y'all. <laughs> so Cole's ex girlfriend Anissa, she's in this apartment where Grace is. Now, Grace left. I don't know if the show thought they get did a good job at making us think she got kidnapped or something, but that motherfucker left. Here's my problem with this. Why would you leave a picture? Why would you leave certain shit she Yeah. I mean, and then, oh my God, like, oh, she walks in. I just don't like this. I'm sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. But she walks in. She's like looking around like she's going to be there. She takes everything and she's going through the drawers. And then we get this shot where she's bending down to pick up, I guess, I think she was bending down to pick up the picture. Yeah. And we see this, this whack ass tear. She is clear. Don't know how to cry on commands. So okay, don't. Had to give her some, give her an eye drop to, to you know, get her tear going. And you see this cast tear come out of her face, and she picks up a pill, and then she just wants to start investigating shit. And it's just now my issue with this among the the many that there are. Anissa is giving me stalker vibes. Now, no, that's no. her girlfriend. No, that's not no. That's my girlfriend. Mm-mm. We're dating. I get you being concerned, and maybe stalker is a bit too extreme, but there's something that's that not, don't no, feel right. No, stalkers, fuck that. Cause being it, a stalker. it don't feel right. Like I understand wanting closure, but not to be funny. But I'm gonna get a little personal here. Be, and I'm sure this applies to most people than not, but. Specifically, being in a queer relationship, you know good and damn well people bail all the time. People ghost you all the fucking time. Hell, and I'll say, I say everybody probably knows because hell, that happened on uh, Insecure this past season. That being said, that's Grace's apartment where she pay rent. You might have a key, but that's her place. So if she left, it's not like there's scratch marks on the on the walls. There's blood everywhere. Like I'm like, what are you? What are you doing? It just it that was her. I think that was supposed to be. Oh, she's so in love with her, and she's going. She, it's you know, she's going after her lover, and and something is wrong. She could fit, but it didn't read that way because Anissa right. hasn't put in the work. It felt weird. We like, don't know anything about their relationship for real. Like we don't know. It just it seemed like everything that they did to get closer to each other happened off screen. So we just get them sitting. You know, down with each other. She gives her this dumbass, this goofy look. Of, Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Lazy. I want you to meet my parents. Yeah. I don't know. So, Anissa finds this pill. And even that, I think that was even more kind of upsetting for me. Because it's one thing. Okay, I'm, I'm at her place. She's not here. I'm sad. Maybe she came back. But then, like, what if that was just a birth control pill? Or some headache medicine? Like... You, your first thought is to pick up a pill 
and see if Gamby, and this is what makes it seem so disgusting or so stalkerish, is because it'd be one thing if this was a regular show, no superpowers, we just kicking it, and my girlfriend left, now I gotta find her. This is, you have the ability to, with Gamby, deconstruct this pill to figure out the fucking manufacturer, what is used, like you have a set of abilities that give you an advantage over this person that is very unfair. Where, like someone who is emotionally or abusing their partner with money. Like, I'm the breadwinner, so you have to do this. So, even though it isn't the same, it felt very much like... It, it was a bit disgusting. Because it's like, if I could read minds and I never tell my lover that, oh, I can read minds, but then I'm reading your mind and saying shit and using shit against you, that's weird. That's what it felt like to me. But... I don't know, man. Honestly, I, I really feel like she... We just don't have enough of an established relationship between the two for us to kind of care. Like, I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. she left, but she didn't get kidnapped. You get what I'm saying? Like, we but literally they watched, to... them at, we, we watched them at the park, and she, we, know, we know why she left. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and I know Anissa doesn't know, but, like, that's the thing. Like, we never got enough story to understand why they're so close now or why... It really seems like, to be honest with you, it really seems like Anissa is a lot more closer to Grace than, than Grace is, is to Anissa. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's like, you know, like, I don't get it. Yeah. It, it's weird. It's just really weird. And I, I, I attest that to, again, I've said this before and I've, I've, I've always burned this up. Um, you know, I, I feel like she doesn't, she's not a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Or at least for as, as far as I've read, she's not a lesbian. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think the the chemistry between the two um, really don't... It's don't not there. Her. It's not there. I don't... And it, you can tell in the acting. And she, her acting is not good enough to make up for her not being a lesbian. Mm-hmm. So it's just... It just don't jive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and it's just like, I kind of just... I don't... I don't I don't care and I feel for her and it's not it has nothing to do with me and how I feel about the character because it's characters on here that that or it's characters from shows that I've completely not liked and still be like oh I, they pulled that off pretty good mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just don't have the chops oh, that's yeah. all I'm saying yeah I agree I don't um I don't buy her as a lesbian a lot of times it feels like her and Grace are just really good friends yeah. um but that is that aside is just like you said, they haven't done enough to establish that these two are together. Or you did it off screen. I think that's a disservice to the characters. Because if we're supposed to believe that... We, it, fuck all that. Fuck all that. When we find out about Grace's backstory, that pissed me off to no end that she even took Anissa back. Yeah, all exactly. that shit you've been through... All that bullshit that you've been through prior to coming to Freeland. And then with the speech that you gave her after Gamby uh, was supposedly dead. And you asked one thing of this bitch not to hurt you or leave you or something. And she can't even tell you, I'm going to do my best not to. I'm going to work every day. I was just like, no. I It 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 retroactively made me upset. Because like, Grace, Grace is a more interesting character than Anissa. Like... Can we switch roles? Let's do a... What, what did they do on all the other Arrow shows? Bizarro World or some shit. Let's freak this shit up and make Grace have... Grace Pierce. Because yeah. I'm not... I'm... 
I'm really not feeling this. I'm really not. After and say what you want. It's always just a show. It's fiction. You get into emotional. This is art, and I'm breaking down art every week on this damn show. I do not like that. And then Gamby says, "Well, I'm getting ahead of myself." But he says something to the effect of, "She's not who you think she is. She got whatever." And it's like, "Oh, everybody got secrets. I didn't tell her this and that." But I'm thinking, like, why didn't you? If you got so close to this motherfucker, you want them to meet your parents. Not to say you need to share everything with this person, but this can explain away a lot of things. But this, that goes back to the old superhero uh, reign of, I don't tell you my secret to protect you. Like if you know my true identity and they know that we're together, you're in danger can, can, regardless. Can get you. But that's what I'm saying. Most it's, superheroes, you, you've read enough comic books, yeah. you've watched enough superhero shows to understand. <sighs> That is the, the old attitude. And that's why I like Khalil and Jennifer so much. That's why. We didn't have to deal with that stupid-ass Clark Kent, Lois Lane shit. Will they, won't they? We were thrown right into the shit. And we did it together. Like, it was these two medals against the world. So, I don't... I don't know. This shit... Like, it's... I feel like telling Grace about you being thunder that's opening up Jefferson oh okay let me not go there <laughs> Jefferson told Henderson with no problem that you was thunder but you can't tell the motherfucker you in love with like I, I know there's levels to this but God if you really was into this motherfucker if you hadn't fucked up to begin with y'all probably would have already known about each other's secret cause you would have consistently been in a relationship but you fuck well I digress. I can't. But I just. It's. I don't. I don't think Grace ever. That character ever should have took back Anissa with the history in the past that she has. But I think, again, we'll go back to saying convenient writing because now that we understand that Grace is a meta, and you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. It's, it's now we just we're just waiting on Grace to suit up. I I don't want that. I don't, I don't want do that. that. I don't. I mean, we. Ugh, whatever. It's this show. It was a good episode, but god damn. God <laughs> yeah. damn, nigga. <sighs> okay, so now we get to this scene. Oh, and let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you right now. Empress Journey, you know where I'm at with this. You already know. We get to Tobias's underground bunker and uh, Dr. Pocket has got to act them too. Which is, bro, I'm. Everybody got to say to me, Freezer. That. Tunnels. <laughs> uh, like, what's up with you? Freeland had to be the Underground Railroad. Had to be. But things are perfectly tiled. uh, Like, where... But, whatever. Um, Cutter (laughs) and Tobias are unthawing, quote-unquote, one of the four metahumans that... The original metahumans. And it is... What's the whole boy name? Hosea Chavez? What's that nigga name? Malik Wright from the game. Malik Wright. They they resurrected his career. Which... I mean, let me take a, a second. He was a quarterback, but Jose, yeah, yeah. Jose. This motherfucker know. looks good, and like aesthetics aside, he looks because I know him from the game. This motherfucker's like, okay, I'm finna drop some weight. I'm finna change my haircut. I'm finna get fit. I'm finna, like, he. I hope he. And you know what? I'm scared to say that I like him because look what happened to Lala. You oh, know, yeah. look what happened to another favorite. Like like him. Don't last long. I hate, but I'm hoping he do, man, because he, oh, my God. So this character he's playing is uh, Marcus Bishop, 
who um now in the comics he is a character and I, I tweeted this during the live tweet a little kind of synopsis of his powers but this is where I say I feel like Black Lightning's this arc or storyline was pulled right from Young Justice Outsiders because once he got to using his powers and shit I'm like is he just a stand in for Dr. Vertigo like what if so if you've seen Young Justice Outsiders episodes 1 through 4 at least then you understand what I'm saying with the pod kids and with the 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 Markovian you know metahuman trade and stuff it feels like it's ripped from the headline yeah and it's not necessarily a bad thing it's just I'm 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 noticing this and it's it's they're very they're very close they're very close um so they resurrect them with this serum uh as a side note we we find out that the metas have something in their necks much like in Young Justice that Tobias is able to control from a wristwatch. Yeah, they uh, have watches, and then he can, if they get out of hand. Now, here's what I tripped, this is what I tripped out on, too. They got to help me understand Cutter's abilities, because the old boy got up, and he was like, oh, I'm about to whoop your ass. And he's just like, oh, no, you're not. Kick to the chest. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. ultimate punch. Like, they beat the, he beat the hell out of him, and he's threw a knife, and he, but... Is is like later on in the episode, he can't nobody mess with him. I, it was a situation because they awed him. Yeah, I'm thinking. His ass. Yeah, he he was new. I'm gonna I'm say he was new. I'm gonna say you know he was getting his 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 uh, fighting legs back. But yeah, um, I don't know. Cutter is ill defined because again, I don't even know if she's a real character. I know she uh, has all these fucking knives, but does she have like psychic control over these bitches? Because she. I don't know. I, they explained it in one of the episodes, but I, 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 I don't really care at this point. I don't. She got knives. That's enough for me. Um, Gamby probably explained it too. Hell, um, I. Okay, so overall, this first kind of act of the um, of the episode. How are you feeling about this la- this latest episode and the different characters and the way that these pieces are moving across the board so far? Um, it's pretty cool. Like I thought it was awesome. Because I think he came out of one of the big cases. He wanted the yeah. original. Four. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, four. And um, his powers were awesome. I hated that he got his ass whooped by a gun like that. But yeah. I also felt like, for some reason, like, you know, I shouldn't be like this, but I want Tobias to have these weapons. I Me want too. him to be able to Me too. control. Like, he's about to come into the major power. And, like, I kind of like it. I want it. It's like he reset he reset himself this season. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. And he kind of he he, he tells his story. Uh, and I noticed this. And uh, maybe I'm crazy. But he tells to his story his sister. How now when he talks to the sister. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man. Because like, he got easily. I mean, I'm not going to say defeated. But all of his plans went awry last season. Yeah. Like yeah, and you know he 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 reset himself. He set the game up. He recruited. He need to put into position. Yep. And now he's like, there is no way you can end this season when he's losing. Yeah, no, not in three episodes. I don't care how many guests you have on. You can't. Yeah, I think that's one of the better things about this show is that you have a villain who is so 
charismatic and it's written so well that you're rooting for him just as much, if not more, than what you're rooting for the good guys. Right. And I, I love that about him because, honestly, if if I had my way, I would want Tobias and Jennifer to come out on top. I don't give a fuck but about I, nobody else. But on the flip side of that, though, rain like, so I don't want to have a Flash situation. Okay. Now, the Flash kept having speedsters as the, uh, speedsters kept being like the actual bad guy, big bads every season, last few seasons. Mm-hmm. And we got fatigue, and then that kind of wore on show. Like, people was like, ah, oh, like, speedsters, like, come on, like, can we not? And I don't want us to have Tobias fatigue. Like, I, 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 I need for them to. I really need for Tobias to kind of... He ain't got to really lose, but he's got to get caught somehow. So we can take him out of the picture and bring in another big bad because we we need one. Because I'm telling you now, when people start getting like, Tobias again? Oh, my God. Like, they can't catch this dude. And it's not just because of him, but it's going to wear on the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I, I don't want that. Like, I want the show... They're going to start saying the show's stale. It's going to be a situation where we're, we're dealing with a lot of crap now. I feel like... It, but it's, they're setting themselves... They're painting themselves in a the corner right now. Well, I don't... I, I half-heartedly agree. Because... And I'm, I'll caveat this by saying I don't watch The Flash. I've seen a few episodes. But I think what this show has going for it is that even if Tobias is always the big bad, he has very interesting henchmen and other people around him like Cutter. Cutter took the place of Cyanide and Lala from season one. Either, even season one having Lala and Cyanide and then uh, gaining Khalil. I think there was more interesting thing going on. Um, I can see where it would probably get frustrating seeing Tobias, but seeing his rise to power and it's taken a couple seasons for me is interesting because we haven't even tapped into the 100. Mm-hmm. My theory is if we have Jefferson and Anissa and Jen, we had the looker or seer or whoever, and even Tobias himself, these are the metas we know about. I'm sure in the 100, there is a meta somewhere. You know, right. there is an so um I even we ain't seen Nightcrawler yet. Oh we, well, yeah, we're we going to see him next episode. But that's what I'm saying. Like, so I don't, I don't think, I, I don't think anything is impossible. So we may get tied to Tobias, but I don't see that happening anytime soon. When you have so many other moving parts that are available to the show, because even Tobias was kind of off the the board for a couple episodes with the. Purdy and Sanjay stuff, and I think even the episode before and episode after, like somewhere in there, there were a few episodes where we didn't see Tobias. So I'm, I agree with you, but I think it would take a bit longer than three seasons to get tired of Tobias. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we get Jennifer um, talking to Gamby in the Sanctum, stalking her. Yeah, who? You said, you said Jennifer is Anissa. Oh, shit. My bad, y'all. We get Anissa. Yeah, with her Popeye's chicken coat. No, she's uh, Why? talking to Tim in that coat that look like Popeye's chicken. You got it for Christmas. Nah, okay. nah, fuck that. I got taste. No, she, uh, so she's yeah, talking with Gamby. Spicy. <laughs> <laughs> spicy taste. Woo, I see what you did there. That was funny. That was funny. Uh, um, but I do like that everybody seems to be like, Anissa, uh, Baby girl, maybe she just don't want to be found. Yeah. 
And you know what? And, and just to take it a step further, um, the reason why I think that's even more weird is because last season they talked about some nigga that never showed up on screen who she who had a crush on her and she liked him back in high school and got some information from him. And though her and him weren't dating, you had no issue saying, you know, oh, I'm not, you know, that's nothing. That's, you know, that's just some guy and he liked me and I got. So now that you're telling him about this girl, it's like, why is this a. You're not 16. You're, what, between 25 and 37. What is what is the issue? So, yeah, I agree. That See, was, that, I, it was just weird. I'm like, you call him Uncle Gammy, he don't know that you're a lesbian? Like, get the, get the hell out of here with that, man. She can't act worth a damn. Yeah, to make the, and that's another thing, like, for that to, for you to, we know you're a lesbian, you're looking for, like, I don't, but to even make that a big, as opposed to delivering the line, like, you know, it's Grace. She's my girlfriend. Oh, I don't know what the hell we are, but I like her and she like me. And then keep it moving. It wasn't. It was weird. I don't know. It was too like she's my girlfriend. And then they get into you know this seems like it's more than just dating. And she was like, it was just a. Weird it didn't. It didn't thing. to me. And then the the picture and the I found this pill and all this other stuff. Yeah, it's like they're trying to develop this mystery but it's not because to me and again the show may take it another way but with all the information we've been presented it just feels like grace left like yeah. she was like fuck it this is not for me or i need to go somewhere until i get my shit under control some kind of way. it just felt like she was just done it didn't feel like she was kidnapped you haven't laid the seeds now if gamby gets kidnapped you've already established that people are looking for him you know but grace that no that's she gone the fuck right and listeners, if you feel like we're just too on Anissa, please tweet us. Yeah. <laughs> at, at, at Carefree Black Nerd and use the hashtag BLM Kind of let us know. Are we just. I, I mean, I ask you guys to do that every week, and apparently we're not because you never tweet us. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we good. We good at every yeah. MLK Boulevard. No, but yeah. The scene was weird. It was weird. It, it did. Was, it was a bit off. It was. And I don't know. I just imagine, what if they had a different actress? Would this show read a bit differently? But, oh, anyway. never know that. To pull Aunt Viv. We don't know. We don't know. They might swap her out for a light-skinned version. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we get to uh, Lean On Me Part 2, where <laughs> I'm sick of this. I am sick of this. Hey, I, tell the kid, uh, I don't know what the, what the kid's name is, but he's... Yeah, that's He's the same like, one. Big time in, in school. He always around with something going down, man. Yeah. He's like the activist kid. Yeah. He does, he does the poem. I like this kid, man. I like him. I yeah. Like him. Well, he uh pretty much at the end of this scene, because he's giving his little monologue he was like um turns to jefferson he's like you always well no he talked about mike lowry and about how he didn't like him or he races or something and 
okay, whatever. But he ends with, you always say that Garfield is a place for second chances. Where's your second chance? Like, what? Principal, principal? Principal Pierce, yeah. Principal Pierce. But I'm, I, I get it, he a kid, Mr. but. Barrett, young brother? Come ahead, young brother. I don't know, I don't know. But what? I'm not. I've, I was never for um, this spoilers or foreshadowing. I didn't want Jefferson to get his job back. I feel like too much has happened. No, wait, no, 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 not yet. I feel like not enough time has passed. And Mike Lowry, we haven't spent enough time with him as an audience. Because, yeah, th- one thing that I'm struggling with with this show is when you give us these generic bad guys and they're white. I'm Black Pride all day long, but still give me more than just this person is white so they're coded as the villain. Mike Lowry is an asshole, but we're getting emotional stuff where it's the the shit that he's discussing. We're not seeing it implemented to where it fails or is successful. Like, yeah, he put the metal detector that's fucked up. We didn't need that. But I feel like we need to spend more time with him to so that when Jefferson got back, it would be... Um, what is it? Absence make the heart go fonder. It would make more sense. It's just it's too much but, shit going on. So let me let me say show you. Well, let me tell you my viewpoint of this. Okay, I think this is a reflection of our culture now, as far as, as far as like something going viral or some old tweet or something like that, and people not getting the chance to actually give their opinion or they've changed. Mm-hmm. It's I was looking at it because we we see a we. The video they show the video that went by yeah um about uh what he said and and now they his head you get what I'm saying yeah. I'm not looking at it one I did want I think Jefferson I like Jefferson being the principal I don't let me finish no go I, ahead. I don't like the way that they're gonna go about it but as far as like getting his job because it really seemed like it was a setup but I feel like what they did or how this happened is a reflection of how it really does happen. Pro- yeah, no, no, it, yeah. It is, like, it, is, it is a mirror of how things happen. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where you can tweet something from, you know, 10 years comes back up and now you have to explain it. Mm-hmm. It's the same way. They're trying to get in front of, they're, they're trying to put out a fire that ain't even been lit yet. But that's, and that's what my issue is, is because when Meteor Man came drunk and stumbling into the classroom, I was like, where was this energy at when Jefferson wanted to stay principal? Don't give me no bullshit back alley ass under the table ass deal to give me my job back. Yeah, I'll have it back and I'll be happy about it, but my thing is, what happens next? The way that Mike Lowry's job was taken away is the same exact way that Jefferson's job was taken away. There was something that went viral, even though it was, you know, a, an attack on the school and you were absent. That's how they took your ass out the paint and they brought him right. in. And so I just, I'm. Yeah, it was underhanded. You know, it it just, was underhanded as hell, and it was gonna make it was gonna make uh, Mike Lowry look like the he was gonna be the fall guy. And I don't I, like I, that. I didn't like it either. I, I don't. It was back then. But and I, again. That is a mirror of what happens now, and that's a problem. And I so I never wanted him to be. Maybe I'm saying this incorrectly. I did not want Jefferson to get his job back as principal. Not this season. You have too much shit going on for you to talk shit about Jennifer and putting her in her room. You aren't going to be able to handle being principal over all these kids and dealing with the shit that you got outside of Garfield. Right. 
So I, I did not, and even with Mike Lowry, and I, I, this is not me taking up for him, but the way the show has presented him, we've gotten the nasty comments he said, we've gotten all this, but I've never once heard him say, you little niggas do this, or you get the fuck out of here. When he spoke, I feel for them, I feel for those students. At all. I had to eat dog. But but no no no, but what I'm saying is the converse that's the conversation he had with Jefferson, which the audience was privy to. It's we're not getting conversations with him in the studio. And I am not taking up for him saying he's the best of the best. But I what I'm trying to and I'm hoping I'm getting this across. If not, listeners, please tweet me, Carefree Blur, BLM Pod. What I'm trying to say is I don't think he's the best man for the job, but I don't think the show has done a good enough job establishing that. They've given right. us emotional stuff to get mad at because it looks bad, but nothing that he has said is something that hinders these kids from learning. Nothing I that agree. he said hinders these kids from getting to and from the school. So I, I feel like the show needs to go the extra mile to, if you want us to root against Mike Lowry, give me a reason outside of him and Jefferson two adults having this heated ass conversation. I, just, I need a little bit more. So, that's what I was like, uh, nigga, I agree, don't. I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. I agree. And if you don't agree, guys, please tweet me, Carefree Blood. I'd love to know why. Um, because I don't feel like I'm the be-all, end-all. But this is just how I feel. It just didn't feel right to me. So, you know, let me know. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, Carefree, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, BLM Pod. So, um, drunk-ass, raggedy suit, nappy air, nappy air, Come in, oh, nigga, we gonna get your job back. We can have it to you by tomorrow. We gotta do this and that and this. <laughs> like, get your newsboy ass on out there. I was just like, nigga, again, where was this energy before when I was fighting tooth and nail for my job? Like, nigga. And, and yeah. if this was all it took, why didn't you set some shit up before? Like, uh, he's not nappy ear, nappy hair. But that's the thing, <laughs> nappy ear. Basically, just a do boy for what the boy says. And that's... You can tell that, and yeah. that sucks. You know, he comes in, I got some good news for you, Jefferson. Give me some five on the black hand side, brother. Black yeah. history, bro. We gonna get the job back. Yeah, because the white folks said it's okay. And even the exactly. the, the, the redhead white chick at the, at the board meeting, I was like, man... Jefferson should have got up. He should have pulled a fucking Todd and said, fuck this shit. Yeah. Threw some shit and got out. Because, again... You are dangling this job in front of me, and I'm supposed to just like what changed? Nothing about me changed. What changed was something with Mike Lowry. You know, what changed? It, what changed was a and in front of a bunch of black students that were protesting, and they're being super sensitive about this. We're yeah. gonna if, if this gets out because it got it went viral yeah. again. Mirror of what's happening to society right now. We want this backlash. Let's get the black guy the coup be the black savior mm-hmm. get him to he knows how to handle black kids so let's just get him in here and let's get it get the job come on in savior we need you come on Obama <sighs> the United States yeah that's pretty much it and I, I get that and I get the board of education side of it. I, I I intellectually understand what's going on but I'm just like this is trash man get the fuck out of here um so yeah that shit happens I'm not a fan and I'm I'm so glad he Whatever. Um, so next thing we get Odell and Lynn going at it again. Just for a quick little scene, they exchange Odell words. Odell was like, we move the kids. Fuck you. Right. And that's what I was saying before. Put you back in the corner. This is it. it. Option two is always the option. I was just giving you a chance to get to it. You ain't moving quick enough. It's option two. Oh, what about moving the kids? We got a little bit. No, fam. Why you, 
Mm-mm. All them days you spent chasing after your daughter, you could have been in here. No. <laughs> you, you lied. Uh, you lied to get this job. So, uh, right, liar. Uh, <laughs> so we get liar. to one of my favorite scenes. Now, this is not just Tobias talking to his sister's picture. We get him in this silk kimono robe thing, and then a wild lover appears. We get Cutter coming down the steps in her little satin number and oh, the conversation they are you know that a white shark is a solitary what is it a solitary hunter yeah when did you stop becoming a solitary hunter <sighs> I was waiting on him to make some kind of nigga joke like, but he once you get to watch you bring your thick lips over here and kiss me baby I just I don't know maybe she's exempt because they're lovers now or or they've rekindled their love affair but he just watching him kiss her. We haven't had one of these in a while, folks, and I'm going to do it tonight. Oh, Those shit. Crazy predictions. Uh-oh. I feel like he's using her for something else. I mean, I'm sure, you know. I feel like she is going to be used, and then he's going to, like, I, the cool thing about, about to, um, bias is all, he's always got a plan. Yeah. And he's like, I'm, I'm about to make sure I eliminate these motherfuckers before they eliminate me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure this whole love affair, or this rekindling, is a setup. Is a setup for something else. Now I hope not. Mind you, he did say um, one thing that I caught was Tori uh, trusted you. His really liked. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I could be wrong, but I really feel like it's an ulterior motive. Something like I feel like he go. Use her up and you can be like, sorry, baby. You got to go. I don't know. I'm hoping not because I want to see Tobias. I don't even want to say I want to see him happy because he doesn't need her to be happy. But this is another side. And this is why, I, to my point earlier, why I don't think we're going to get exhausted of him anytime soon is that we're getting so many different layers. Initially, we got the racist or the prejudiced Tobias who had a chip on his shoulder. We learned about his dad and about his sister. We learned about these things that gave him weight as a character. Now we're getting... Uh, a, a sex, not sexual, a romantic love as opposed to a familiar, a family love. So it's like I don't know. I I think we got to keep her. They kissed. They everybody. They kissed. They and that was a real kiss. And so real again, kiss. I never saw Tobias as a sexual being. It wasn't that he was unattractive. I just with the character we presented with, I never thought about oh who would he be in love with. And now to have Cutter come in. Plus he. Negroes. That and 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 I like that they didn't lead with oh this is my ex we used to be together and I gotta hire her we found that out well after she was already what two or three episodes in mm-hmm. so I I don't know man I'm hoping I hope he not using her because I I like this I like this I don't know mm-hmm. who <laughs> Tobias and Cutter. <laughs> There you go. Ooh, ooh, you like black girls. That or like black women. I'm sorry, you like black. Right. This sorry, is <laughs> okay. Black history this <laughs> God, we need to get uh, Bizarro Tobias, who's a hotel. He just love <laughs> love blackness. <laughs> oh shit. So um, so you think that he he might be using her? Now I, that's. That's not too far fetched. Crazy prediction. But that's not too far fetched, you know, considering some more stuff that happened this episode, and that has happened before. But I just, I'm hoping he not. I'm hoping he not. I like them. 
So, uh, what's the next scene? Shit, we get uh, sister, sister. Ugh. Are they there? Uh, is this? So I'm kind of confused. I'm thinking, are they still in this apartment, or is it? Are they at the house that they gave Anissa to live in? The one that yeah, when they were sitting on the couch, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, no that's Anissa's place because she was like, yeah, you know, it took. She lost the other part. Oh yeah, this is her third place, I think. No, um, yeah, because Jim was like, yeah, you know, it took tooth and nail for mom to let me stay. Something to the effect of, I'm staying here, and it, it took a lot. Um, so yeah, so we get them talking, and Gamby finds some shit on Grace. Well, let's take a couple steps back. Grace, what we've discovered is that Grace is not this woman's name. It was some other name that I'm not gonna butcher because it's it's a culturally sounding name that I don't want to mess up and she was adopted or stolen well, we then adopted of, yeah, we, yeah we kind of out that before that real quick I know you got but real quick before that they had this conversation about like even Jennifer kind of ends it up like maybe she just don't want you yeah and she's like no that couldn't be it and then you know uh, they have that conversation between sisters and then uh, Gammy calls Anissa and this has to go and Anissa says foreshadowing like a motherfucker hey don't go anywhere it's all this stuff but don't uh, yeah don't do what I don't do <sighs> so fucking weird like what did you expect why couldn't she have right. gone with you but whatever um, exactly so uh, we to the sanctum and they're just going through this through Grace's history Grace is not her name we find out she was actually in, she was she was a uh, human imparted part sex human trafficking. trafficking. Uh, she was sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. Uh, like she's been through a lot. Yeah. Um, and and this is just kind of like I, I don't even know what her reaction. I don't even know what to call her reaction. Honestly, like I don't know if she was sad or no, she wasn't. It was just weird. Was. Because Gamby was like, are you sure you want to, you know, you want to look for it? She's like, yeah, we all have secrets. But the way she was delivering her lines was like, yeah, I just saw her last Wednesday. Yeah, we were about to go get some ice cream. It wasn't, she didn't, Gamby, it felt like Gamby was more concerned about Grace than Anissa in that scene. It was like, I don't know. I just, I didn't like it. I didn't like her delivery. I didn't like any of that. Um, Yeah. Analyzes the pill also, and we find that she has schizophrenia as well. Which is like, what the f- what? Why are we just throwing that in here? But I'm not gonna get upset at that because maybe the schizophrenia medication helps her control her powers that we've seen her kind of struggle with. So I'm not going to be upset with that yet. But I was like, this is silly as fuck. What? 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 And why would that pill be there and not in the bathroom if it was just like what? What is She's this? She's in a rush to leave, remember? Yeah, but if you're in a rush to leave and you know that you take, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but if you know you take a pill every day or it's you need it to, I just feel like that's not something that would, now an empty pill bottle that you don't have anymore, maybe that, but like a whole pill, nah. But that's not interesting. It's not interesting for a pill bottle to be on the floor. It's interesting uh, for a pill to be on the floor. Right? I guess. Come on. But that's, that's Come silly. On, man. That's silly. Uh... But yeah, so I mean, it 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 is what it is. So, to, uh, well, before we move past that, this is the thing that pissed me off even more about Anissa because before before we knew any of this, Grace told her I had a horrible relationship with my family. You know, folks left me. They ain't fuck with me no more. And she asked her, 
and I can't remember verbatim, but, you know, can you assure me that you won't hurt me again? And Anissa sat there looking stupid as fuck after you came to my house the night before and cried on my shoulder and, and had sex with me. Now you can't even reciprocate. You can't even hold my hand. Like, fuck that shit. So just with that little bit of knowledge, then we find out Grace has been sex trafficked. She was kidnapped from an orphanage. Shit, like, all, out of all the other shit added on top of that. It's like, damn, now you, Anissa, you ain't shit. Yeah, you look like a piece of shit now. I'm just, uh, I just, it's pretty horrible. Yeah, to know that she came to Freeland as a a whole nother person, like it's, man, whatever, Anissa is, Anissa is not. I show you be capable for it all. Nah, fam, chill out. No pun intended. Nah, fam, chill out. I just, I'm, I don't think that she deserves grace. And not that grace is a prize, like a physical thing to obtain, but out of all the shit. And, you know, and maybe this is me. I want to ask the listeners this because I have this same issue on Riverdale with Cheryl and um, Tony Topaz. I'm not a lesbian. Um, so maybe my view of these relationships is skewed because I'm not a lesbian and I'm looking at it through a whole nother lens. So if there are lesbian or queer women or queer identifying women who are listening, please let me know. But the same issue I have with Anissa Grace, the same issue I have with Cheryl and Tony, you have this person who is ignorant as hell, privileged as the fuck, and is only doing things to serve them and what makes them happy. And then you have this person who you just wrote in to be their shadow on Riverdale Cheryl is doing whatever the fuck she wants and Tony is just behind her every step of the way but she and and Cheryl keep fucking up shit for her like she fucked her up with her gang she was a part of she can't be part of them no more she done fucked up her, her, her grandpa who was a Indian something and his land was stolen and then they're both gay and then she outed this other nigga and so Tony's like bitch what the fuck wrong with you like how the fuck you? It's, it's the same feeling I get when I watch Grace and Anissa and I'm like what is this what is so again women out there uh, no matter how you identify again I, I, I right I'm, I, I blame it on the acting ability mm. I just feel like the ability is not there to put off and I'm just seriously she should not have this role because she can't pull this off. Well, we or let's not give her a, a let's not give her a love. Interest. The thing about W is they love people, love interest, and it doesn't always work. Yeah, it just it just doesn't uh, it doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. It's not always needed either. Like right, we could have gone like after she left Grace in season one, we didn't have to. They didn't have to get back together again. You could have been with Zoe every now and then because she's a celebrity. It would have made more sense for her to come in and out of your life because she's flying around the country performing. We didn't need Grace back if you ain't doing shit with her. Like, I don't know. They are. Making her a love interest. Yeah, I suppose. Well, we get um, Jennifer suited up in Blackbird's uniform. And she takes... Skip the part. Oh what? Oh yeah. What about Lynn and, and talking to that Asian chick? Yeah. Which was yeah. That was that was, that was, that was like, weird as fuck. So but they they did a call back. Basically, I'm pulling the scene up just because they did. Winnie Hernandez is there, and they picks Winnie just to get transferred. 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so, um, the chick, the extra is like, oh, I'm going to need Odell's approval to do such and such. I was like, wait. And it was like, bitch. Yeah. That's over this whole. Yes. So if you want to get keep your job, want to continue to work here for this fine establishment, you will prep Nandez and take her to where I tell you to take her, little blazing girl. Which was weird as fuck. Like, why? What? Who? What? Why would you even say that to her? I was like, well, that is weird. Why would you? Ugh, whatever. That was stupid. So, yeah, that happened. And uh, Homegirl walked off just as awkwardly as she walked onto screen because she was walking real funny. Yeah. Drag her, Lynn. Um, so, yeah, then we, we move into Black Golf Girl, which I love that. But Jennifer going to the 100. I'm sick of this. Can we burn this club down? Can we burn same outfit everybody in the pierce seems to pass that each other but don't ain't no blackbird fool that's a different blackbird is clearly taller than that I don't know she her laid way better okay Okay. (laughs) (laughs) so let's, let's, let's understand that I don't get it it's with everybody in this freaking same out like is this like a, a joke is this like a running gag see because this is dumb it's just really freaking stupid like stop stop yeah. doing these things I, like, I didn't like it mask. Shit. and some gloves what I didn't like about this was that Jennifer did it to begin with I felt like Jennifer's the smart peers why did you do this? I feel like she's smarter. Like she's smarter. You've proven that you're capable and you're smarter than this. Why? Why would you dress up in Blackbird's clothes and go after Tobias? Like on your own with no plan? That's the thing too, though. Rain. Like, did she even know that that was Blackbird? Did she even know about Blackbird? I look. Well, it seemed like it was just a random ass coincidence. Well, I'll say this much: with the way that this show handles Black Lightning and Thunder. I'll say that Jennifer probably knows, like, because they got viral videos that do rapping about Thunder's fat ass and whatever. So I would say that I think they shoehorned in that Blackbird shit to keep it going, like, to show us that the world, the larger world in Freeland knows who she is. So, of course, Jennifer would know, but I'm kind of with you in the same sense, because, like, even though Jennifer would know, why would she know to put on that particular set of clothes? I don't, it was, yeah, that was weird. Convenient writing. When she came in, and she was like, I heard about you, you Blackbird, you in people's bags. And she was like, I want money, fool. Yeah. I want answers. Where's mm-hmm. the bias? I took shit. Yeah. Yeah. And she pulled out she a whip. Was... I don't know <laughs> how electricity and how fire works in this world, but she pulled out a whip. And she whipped that motherfucker good. That's she picked him up too and choked him. And... Yeah, which I mean, it was interesting, but I feel like Anissa has done that, and Jen and uh, Jefferson has done that so many times that it wasn't as impactful for me. It was just like, all right, it was interesting visually, but this is what y'all do. Like, it's not. I don't know. I feel like Jennifer should have handled all that differently, but whatever. Yeah, um, so next scene is, is Jefferson talking to Mike Lowry on the way to the to the character witness trial. And they, I have a problem with this. You do have a problem with it? 
So the conversation between Mike Lowry and Jefferson is about the way that they do their jobs. Mm-hmm. Now, Mike Lowry makes it apparently clear that he is by the book and he draws lines. Mm-hmm. And he also makes it apparently clear that Jefferson coddles these kids and babies them. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't feel like Mike Lowry can speak like that the situation because not a black and he doesn't understand how or the importance. Yeah, I know your dad was a heron and you ate dog food. But also that's ass. not a black experience. That's just a terrible experience. Exactly. Yeah. Um what you what he doesn't understand, I don't feel like I, it pissed me off because of the, what he said. Mm-hmm. I feel like Jeff is is in a, is in a part of these kids' lives because I'm pretty sure about any percent of those kids that go to Jefferson don't have fathers or their fathers are not in their life like yeah. that. I, I really feel like said, you know, I draw a line and say to coddle these kids and all that. Like I, I don't feel like it's right for him to say some shit like that because he don't get it. You're not black. You don't walk my shoes. You don't understand how it is to 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 be a black man in in mm-hmm. in in the United States, especially without a father. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is a, this is some of, some of these kids is especially black kids, this is some of the the action they probably had with a, a positive male fit yeah. figure in a while. Yeah. And 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 to that to that point, it, this conversation was really weird to me because you are not here, Mike Lowry, because I coddle these kids and our scores are low. You're here because the school was attacked and I was nowhere to be found. That's very different. Being held accountable for being absent is very different from coddling kids. And like that was a weird because I think everything he said was true in the sense that the kids do need stability. And that would have been a good route to take, which is like, okay, motherfucking Jefferson, they need stability. Who's to say the school ain't going to get attacked again and you're going to be gone. What's stopping you from leaving before? You never made it clear why you weren't here. To, like, that would have been more of a, a legitimate argument that coddling these kids because of that one instance of not wanting to kick those two kids out of school 12 episodes ago, that one thing, I don't, you yeah, know. And the thing is, Jefferson argument by telling him, you know, why he does what, you know, yeah. like, we, we, I'm trying to, Black kids, black young men, uh, women to get out here and survive. Yeah. Here. And then, uh, you know, he's pissed off because he got with some bullshit and going to get his job. And I don't, uh, let me let me say this too. Michael has every right to be pissed. Yeah. Because I feel like the virus showed him in a, in a light that it wasn't, um, the whole story wasn't explained in that video. And that's how shit works these days. Yeah. So I feel his anger and his frustration, but I do not feel his words of waking about um, a black man, young black youth mm-hmm. to greatness. It's not, yeah. it, it's it's fathering to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fuck Michael Lowry. He he made some good points, but fuck him. And uh, more importantly, fuck Meteor Man, because you in this room full of white folks and you know, you mad at Jefferson because he decided that, yes, no, it's, this isn't the right thing for me to stand up and be principal just yet. Like, and I'm, I'm kind of with Jefferson. Well, I've always been with him on in this regard, but I'm thinking, again, 
Mike Lowry isn't failing because of something he fucked up and did. He's failing because of the perception of a two-minute video. You know, like, mm-hmm. let's let him stay principal and let's, and oh, not to use these kids as guinea pigs, but let's see if the scores go down. Let's see if there's a, like, the only person in this situation who has done something detrimental to the students is Jefferson because you were nowhere mm-hmm. to be found when the school was attacked. Mike Lowry hasn't done that. And I feel like, and this might be a hot take, I don't know what it is, let me know, correct me on Twitter or whatever, but if Mike Lowry was a black man doing the exact same things that this Mike Lowry has done, not no um, stereotypical token black man who grew up with white people and sounds a certain way. No, if he was a black man on on par with Jefferson, um, same swag, quote unquote, same uh, education, but he implemented the same ideas, would it would he be perceived the same way? I, right. I don't know. So I'm not a fan of Mike Lowry at all, but I feel like the way the show is handling him and other white characters is kind of lazy. I, you see, you know, it was like, to me, I was like, they said, they kind of said him. He got set up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He got set up. And the thing is, it's like the person who is majority white, if you look, Majority of the school board that was meeting. It was all white. Majority, right? media well, man. Napier, Napier was there. Him, Aaron boy. <laughs> but you know, situation where hey, you know, um, they wanted to get a this. They didn't want. They didn't want. They didn't want the the back to hit yeah. them because of forty white um, school board, and they didn't. We're in a of climate these days mm. race mm. another thing if Jefferson had a took that job the backlash that they would have gotten from Mike Lowry would have still rested on Jefferson's shoulders period because now it's oh, now Jefferson has to go in and dismantle all the things that Lowry put in place like the metal detectors and such and who's to say that the school don't get attacked the very next day I just think it was a smart move for him not to take that position, not only because I don't think it's he's ready to take that. I honestly don't know if he should ever become principal again, and not because I don't think he's good, but with all the shit that's going on in your family and in the school, it would be better if Jefferson had hands on who they put at the head of the school, but I don't know if he needs to be principal just yet. It's so much shit that's up in the air Cutter coming after you and your family. Tobias finna knock your ass out the game. We it's too much shit That's going what I'm on. Saying. But think about it though, Ryan. Honestly, and this is really they haven't done a really good haven't done a really good job as a good superhero. His ass whooped too many times. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like the only thing like he's really good at, and I'm not don't knock him because I uh, you know I'm trying to knock him because they wrote him horrible way, but. Only thing it seems he good at really is being a principal. Yeah. Because he gets his ass whooped. He gets his all the time mm-hmm. when he fights somebody. So how Wolf was a bad guy. So I, I don't know. I, I I think you know he ain't doing the super shit right. So it might as well be a principal. Yeah, but uh, I just I just didn't think it was time. And no, you're right about that. Yeah. I mean, Hans, you're correct. Like it. He would have took this job to try to give it to him. It would have really made him look bad. It would have looked 
Horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So give me like middle to end of season four, three, three. Yeah. Like let me give me some time to make this shit make sense. Let this this yeah. metahuman war come and go before you yeah, just. Yeah, let Mike Lyon call somebody new. Okay. Yeah, and even that, like he like he should have, and that would have made me legitimately not give a fuck about nothing he said. Like he was just trying to. I don't know. I just get out of here, nigger. Oh. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> yeah, take those cameras down. Right now they work. Now the cameras working at the school. <laughs> oh no! Shit, nigga Lowry. No. Um, yeah. I, so all in all, I am happy with the decision that Jefferson made. Funny thing is, Mister Shuck and Jive. Someone's. Oh, are you sure this is? Go ahead. Go ahead. Pissed me. <laughs> you sit up here. Oh, I did to get this set up, and you want to give him his job? Oh, you sorry, motherfucker. Why? I'm, I'm with you. You do this before? Why wasn't this a thing before? Now you running out here with your top in your damn face, and you're pissed. Good for you. You ain't shit. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, motherfucker. Oh. That pissed me off, man. You set all this up, and you do, you do this to me, like. Yeah, this is weird. Like, what is Man, this friendship? I, this. I just, I think, I don't buy them. I think when the, when he first appeared, I would have bought them as friends. But, like, my, my daughter was on the run. It was on the news that she was kidnapped and all this other shit. And you ain't called. You ain't checked in. And I, it's probably, you know, they couldn't afford them for that many. Or whatever the case may be. But it just didn't. I don't feel like these are friends. I feel like these are two men who used to work together. And they maintained some sort of connection when it no they keep saying it's cool no fam I don't see it I don't see it I don't see it at all it's not nah Uh, no I didn't keep that lie tell that lie to somebody else Nick but uh Napier is I I don't ever have to see him again I don't really there's nothing I'm getting from him there's nothing that the show is lacking that I'm getting from him so I don't Mm -hmm. need to see him again you know, um, and this school board shit, I don't need to see this either. How that shit happen off camera? Like, I don't, I like Mike Lowry the way that I like Odell for Lynn. Mm-hmm. I like that it keeps Jefferson, it gives him someone else to fight and not be a superhero when you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it'd be, because I can, I can very well see them eventually having, if not a friendship, a very a better understanding about each other. I, I can see the whole, what is it, um, Dangerous Minds, where he sits on a chair backwards and now he's down with the Negroes and then Jefferson is, <laughs> has gotten through. Like, I, I can see that. I don't... You know Michelle you Pfeiffer know, did. Pretty, yeah, I know. I know. It's like, <laughs> cool. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. It's just, I just, I see that happening and like, I... Honestly, I think they should kill him. If you're gonna get rid of him, kill him. Like, have another attack on the school when that nigga gets shot in the chest. Like, damn. I mean, if you're gonna do it, do it big. Don't bullshit with no oh a viral video where he did not say anything. But I'm gonna report you to the school board or some shit about the handbook. Cause I think that it's legitimate. If there is no congregation in the hallway and it's in the handbook, you know. That I'm, I don't know. It's just a, it's weird, but kill him, kill him, yeah, kill him. Yeah, 
kill him. Kill, kill him, kill him all. Yeah. So we move into Jennifer in her Blackbird Junior costume, uh, going to the tale of the scene of the crime. They prostitute, they prostitute ladies out of here, and she finds a runner that knows Tobias's um, where he's located at. She walks up. He says, "Looking for me," and I'm ready. Yeah. And he said, you know, all these things roll up. And then it's just kind of like, oh snap! Like I'm, <laughs> I'm surrounded. Yeah, what do I do. Pull them whips out. So just like any good slave, she takes out the whips. <laughs> she takes okay. her electric and commits to lashing them on their backs. Yeah, yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Like history, my folks. Mm, you know, my issue, and I know this wouldn't make for good television or for good for the family why didn't these people just shoot her in the head if i have fought metas if i know black lightning is a thing i know thunder is a thing you dressed like blackbird so as far as we know you are her if i'm fought why am i why would i even risk fighting you i'm gonna shoot you we have I'm, guns i'm gonna do i'm gonna pull out rain that you gonna have thought about which i Where's the green light babies at? <sighs> trash cans and all this super strength. Has green light died down? Is it not the drug of choice anymore? It's not the storyline of choice right now. That's what it is. What happened? Where's where's the babies at? They can get their powers and be like, oh, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, you know? yeah. I I mean, yeah, you're right. Because even then, <sighs> I mean. That was that seemed to be what it was. People was going crazy when they were taking their green light. They was fighting and strong and shooting fire out their ass and all yeah, that shit. Yeah. Now you can't find a green light baby nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. There's two bits kicking it with him. And even then, well, he's smart then. And I mean, to your point, yeah. But that's even more of a reason why I would just shoot you. I'm not about to fight you. I don't care that you're a girl. We've proven that. Like you said, green light, green light is as green light does. No matter what your gender expression or your sex is, any of that. If you're on that drug, you're on that drug. I, just shoot her in the head. Why? Or in the arm, the leg, the back. Like, why are you trying to fight the... Then, homeboy, who she strung up with the, the, the yellow coat, after she faints, then he pulls out a gun. Why did you attack her without that gun to begin with? What are you doing? This oh, is... Bring up something real quick before we move forward. Can we please stop these damn suit up scenes? I'm tired of these people suiting up, walking into the fucking place where their uniforms are, and time to suit up. I hate that. Stop it. If you're listening, hey, if you're a writer that listens to us, if you're a writer for Black Lightning, could y'all stop writing that scene? Because I really hate it. it it's just, it's so generic, and I mean, it's terrible, it's... and it's cheap, and it's chintzy. Just stop. Give him a, a Tony Stark style hit a watch and the suit is just on your Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Or let's just not, let's just not have that scene. I hate it when Jefferson does it. They walk into that room and open up the glass door. You know what time it is. Like, just stop doing that shit, please. Because it's, it's so annoying and it's so dumb. Like, mm-hmm. this is not Batman 1960 Adam West Batman. Like, like let's just let's let's class up the joint, okay? Let's class just, up the shit. joint. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I hate this shit. Nah, for real. 
Um, I mean, there's more that could be done. Something different that could be done. But um, I don't know. I don't know. Good luck. Because <laughs> I think we're probably going to keep getting that. Hell, we know Jim about to get a suit. Man, I hate when they do this. It's just like, time to suit up. I mean, walk into this I'm like, whatever, man. But the so, thing is, Gamby's sanctum keeps growing by square feet. Like, what is what is this? Uh, I don't know. On the railroad, brother. I suppose. <laughs> so we move into Cutter and... Uh, Dr. Was, Vertigo. Yeah. Marcus Bleak Bishop. Right. <laughs> Bleak Wright uh, trying to get his quarterback job back. Uh <laughs> going into the lab and we finally get to see them work as a team and I, I mean, like damn, it I liked it worked pretty good I liked it I liked it this worked pretty damn good if I don't if I do say so myself yeah he, he gets them all dissified and she just shoots him in the head yeah and then he makes this comment about I thought you was all about knives it's like I want to know I was here nigga yeah I do I, 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 I do what I you gonna trace this back to me motherfucker yeah exactly. I'm I like that. I really, God, like, that's what I'm saying. I think the villains are just being written much better than the heroes. Because, mm-hmm. with the exception of Jen, like, there's no other heroes on this show that I'm rooting uh, for. I got a problem with Jen, too. What's your problem with her? Can I step back real quick? Go ahead. How does she master her power so fast? How does she, who? How does she master her power well, so fast? Well, I'm, I'm going to let her slide with that. Not just because I like her, but I think... Showing that she's working with Perina and that a lot of her powers are more cerebral than her sisters, I'm I'm okay with it. Now this is just me, but I'm okay. I'm okay, and I'm okay if they give her more hiccups along the way as well. Cause it, cause to me it feels like she's so powerful that this mastery that she has over this little bit is not even a a percentage of what she's capable of. So for me, I'm okay with it. I'm okay. I, I just, I'm like, not not too long. You were just electrocuted shit on accident. Now you. I mean, she didn't been through shit. When a, when a black woman go through something, you know they change their hair. Her hair didn't changed up from last season. It's, uh, yeah, it's man, short. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Like she was like really handling her power. Like she had this little yellow. Like they run at her, she throw some yellow snot. Yeah, over it, yeah. Electric snot. And Jubilee. Like, oh, like I'm electric snot. So okay. I, I just <laughs> I, I just like how do you know how to do that? Uh, now the whips I, I completely understand because we're black. And nothing scares a black person more than some Bro, whips. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and black history, my folks. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> but that whole electro snot shit that he was that she was throwing, yeah. get the hell out of it. I'm yeah. sorry, I just No 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 no, I mean, up. you know, so we ain't gonna agree on everything, so you know that's that's cool, but I still like her better than Anissa and at times Jefferson because I don't, they're not that's giving me. That's because one, Jefferson gets his ass whooped all the time and two, Anissa is so overcome. You know, I don't know if you're, how versed you are in DC lore, but mm. Anissa is essentially Booster Gold. Oh, okay, cool, cool. She's hmm. Booster Gold. Have you ever read Booster Gold comic books? No, I've read him in certain books, but I haven't read a Booster Gold. Um, wait, ain't he the nigga from uh, who's Time Displaced? Booster yeah. Gold and Blue Beetle, don't they? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah the silly ass nigga. 
Booster Gold is like this who walk around with like advertisements on his. I mean, well, when he was written by, I think, I think Dan Jurgens was writing him. Yeah. Uh, he used to have like, um, like you know, like uh, advertisements on his costume, like a NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, he would sell himself out, and he he do all kinds of like stupid shit. Oh and shit! Then fuck up the timeline, and he had to go back and correct shit. It's, yeah. She's essentially Booster Gold. Well, that's kids, not good. Google Booster Gold. Oh shit, that's not good at all. That's it. <laughs> yeah, go look at some old Booster Gold comic books, man. It's crazy, but that's what she reminds me of, Booster Gold. Yeah, well, I don't know. Nessa Gold. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I hope she gets it together. Hell, we got another season. Third time's a charm, right? Man, so, just uh, <laughs> Aunt Vilver, guys. Just, uh, just. I don't know. I don't know that they could do that because the way folks is into her and Grace for whatever reason, yeah, that's not. I don't know. I don't know if that's gonna fly. Um, so Jennifer faints and we wake up with her at the. Well, before that, we get the siege on the ASA facility. (sighs) One of my favorite scenes again is Marcus Bishop sees Dr. Jace and he is ready to rip her fucking head off. This nigga powers up and gets ready to fuck her up. Mm-hmm. But because of Cutter, Cutter saved his life. Like, nigga, don't do that. I, you know, I'll shock you with yeah. this wristwatch. She hit that watch on him. She was like, I'm glad that they still work. And mm. that, oh my God, it, it's so... Like, what a bitch. Yeah. I'm sorry for No, you, she is. She is. Especially considering the optics. This white woman put this implant in this black man to control him as a weapon. Woo! Yes, Tobias is using him now, but just that this was created by her and this was the intended effect, which was, like she said, I'm going to let you control these motherfuckers and you're going to be the top whatever in the black market of metahuman sales. Like, that's, that's heavy. And to see the... The struggle that... Now, this is good acting. Marcus Bishop, when he wasn't able to rip her head off and Cutter put him in his place, like that last scene where they kind of lingered on him a little bit and you could see his frustration, the way he emoted in a way that Issa never could and the way that Anissa (laughs) is not doing a good job. It's just he... That motherfucker can act. And I was... Okay. I was for that. Um, While this is happening... Lynn has called Jefferson and told him that, you know, they've been attacked. And him and Thunder run their old hothead asses to the facility. And, but oh. she ends up uh, getting Wendy Hernandez situated. Yeah. Yeah. Storm. Oh, she, she's, um, like, <laughs> she's like, can you, do you think Latino you have enough Storm. energy? Right. <laughs> do you have <laughs> enough energy to open these doors? I'm like, bitch, don't bring me out to use me as no weapon. You should have been like, I just want right <laughs> the fuck just give, give me some water or something ass, it's like oh, I'll, I'll, I'll explain to you I'm like no bitch this is the second time y'all have woke me up no is it 2020 yet like what the fuck exactly. look have you cured me ho no uh-uh. <laughs> yeah so Jefferson shows up for he doesn't need to be there because Wendy has done her job in her Hanes underwear uh, so we get Corinna and uh, Jennifer, and they're in the salon, and she's talking about, you know, you got all this anger pent up. If you don't get control of that, you're going to explode. I'm just she like, said you're going to literally explode. 
I'm like, wow. Like, and I think that's foreshadowing because I want to wow. say Jennifer's character in the comics at a time was just nothing but pure energy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that might be foreshadowing if they can get the, the dollars up to increase the budget. But if not, then no. Um, and it goes to the salon. I don't know. I don't agree. I agree with what Perina is saying. But Jennifer has been through so much. What do you expect? Yeah, but Perina's the good... She's the angel on her shoulder. And she's yeah. trying to help her get through this. I I, I can't... I, Perina's been a consistent in her life. And I like that. And she's done way more than the, the oh, yeah. Jefferson and Lynn. So... And I, oh no, I, I'm not mad. I'm not. I'm not mad at her. She, she, she's earned that right to be able to to, to do that. Uh, okay, uh, I give you that because she has was thrown into this girl's life and did better than her parents ever could. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Um, then everybody goes back to Gambies and realizes that this that nigga from the game. They said, and, oh, that's Malik Wright. He was the quarterback for the what's today. He was good. They won a championship and everything. Yeah, that's what they said. And it huh? was like, yeah, but he was a drunk and a, and a druggie. And had a storyline <laughs> where he liked big girls because that was a thing. I was like, what the? Ugh, so weird. So weird. So, yeah, so then we get, you know, Tobias and Jace. And Jace pretty much telling him, like we said, you're going to be the most powerful uh, person in the world. You are going to be the top metahuman trafficker, which is like... Let me take a moment to be like, fuck Markovia. How the fuck you let Tobias... Nigga, this is what y'all known for, is metahuman trafficking. You let Tobias outdo you? I mean, but here's the thing. If it comes down to it, he might have to fight Markovia. Which, I'm fine with that. But what I'm saying is, Markovia, y'all some bitches. You cannot... You can't kidnap nobody correctly. You... You ain't pulled out the big guns yet. I mean, Markovia is trash. I don't like. I like the way they're depicted in Young Justice Outsiders. I don't like the way they're depicted here. I felt like, kind of to your point, with Tobias being the big bad, Markovia should have been, and they still have time. They can correct this, but Markovia should feel like a very menacing force. Like I should be afraid of terrorists out of Markovia. I don't want no generic ass. White guy, bad villain of the week. No, give me, get, let Markovia hold some weight. Like, the yeah, but I think taking some L's right now, man, means that they have to regroup and come back stronger. Which means that if they have to, they'll pull out their big guns to go up against Tobias, and then we then we're gonna have a metahuman war on our hands between Tobias and his what he's got. And you know Markovia's got something back there. Yeah, like they, but they, I don't think they pulled out their big guns but yet. They I sold. feel like Markovia's is like, okay, we got to and we got to go again. Like, apparently, we got to go against this guy because he's with the with the metahumans, and he's the big he's the big guy around. So that we how do we take his metas and we're good. I guess, man. I ain't funny. Markovia is just trash, man. They 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 sad as the fuck, man. You can't even <laughs> kidnap anybody right. And you, well, whatever. I mean, but you know, if we were to get season three in the first half, focuses on Tobias versus Markovia. So Tobias is kind of the protagonist in that instance. I'd be cool with that. Yeah, I would. I would I, be cool would with like that. that I ain't even got. I mean, I can get some Jefferson and Pierce's here and there, but if it's just following, uh, and that'd be interesting and new. Well, you tell me as someone who watches the Arrowverse. 
Is that would that be something brand new that hasn't been done on other Arrow shows? Uh, um, they actually have had situations on Arrow where you know um, the League uh, League of Assassins come and change Star City. You know what I'm saying? Like they've had, but where like the show happened. followed the villains as opposed to the heroes. They have like right when uh, Rosalind was on Arrow. Mm-hmm. They kind of followed what was going on with him and his daughters. And so, okay. Okay. Well, it was yeah. A situation we learned. It was a lot that we learned from that kind of stuff. So, and the, okay. like I said before, I feel like they put that off. Yeah, I, I think, think so. I think because it's, it's there. Clearly, he's a fan favorite. No matter what way you slice it, motherfucker. He, and then even his presence online, I just feel like he's doing better than the other cast members mm-hmm. in my eyes. Um. Then we get to this final scene, which is sexy. I don't sexy know. Cutter. He said, "What you doing with them, your thick lips and your big country feet on my desk, drinking my scotch?" Look, him. That was I it. feel like I earned it. You sure did, baby. Let me touch your leg. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I'm putting rub on you, baby. I just okay. He, he and his PJs too. He's just like, yeah. Ain't never seen Pippin like. At all, at all. (laughs) So the thing is, we find out that Todd has discovered, I guess, what's in the suitcase. What was it? He couldn't know. He couldn't use the suitcase, but he discovered a little bit more about the suitcase, and then that was their excuse for killing him. I think that's bullshit. I didn't like that. I don't think he is. In my heart of hearts, we ain't seen the body. We saw a black hand, and that was it. Once I seen, once I, once I heard, it was like I just rewarded him with a new car. He ain't that type of dude. Like, yeah, he ain't like, oh, new car, great. Let me drive around town. Like, Todd's a nerd. Like, yeah. If y'all would have gave him this gaming system, he would. Oh, and then if you would have that blew up on him, that's believable. But him getting a new car. See, but I'm I'm scared. I'm scared though because I feel like the show either really did kill him, and if that's what they did, you did not follow this character as you've established him, or they didn't kill him, and he'll come back later. But I don't know. I just I don't think he was dead. But I mean, it may be wishful thinking on my part. I just it was just a random kill him that way. That's that's kind of shitty. Yeah. And it does it doesn't make sense because he was an essential part of the group. And so he, it's like and then I don't know if it was a it just don't none of it made sense. Like mm-hmm. it just didn't make sense. Yeah, it and didn't. He put in the episode the whole time. So that also kind of made kind of weary of if they killed him or not. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I I don't have no faith in this show when it comes to Todd. I'm a hold out, but I want him to be alive. Um yeah. So we see clips for next episode and Negro Nightcrawler I think is going to show up. He do not look like the same person who we saw all those episodes ago. This motherfucker looks very different. Aesthetically unappealing. Um, So with this episode come to an end. Do you got a favorite character? This this. Uh, My favorite character honestly would have to be have to be Tobias. Nigga. Okay. It was his. He was coming up. Man. He he had a plan. We get to see him love somebody. Yep. Got him a girlfriend now. You know what I'm saying? Hey, he's yeah. a he's a he's a meta arms dealing 
shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Brown ain't got shit on him. That right there. Um, shit, I, mine is the same. And by extension, his whole crew, but specifically him. I wanted to go with Cutter, but I'm like, nah, man, I got to go with Tobias on this one. He he did his thing. I just don't feel like it was for in this episode for me to do. Yeah. Uh, what about Elise's favorite? Anissa, because she dumb and she's a stalker. And it just, her storyline her story doesn't make sense. Maybe if they give her a, a, a storyline, maybe I'll start liking her. But as of now, no. Yeah. It's, it's Anissa. She's annoying. Yeah, no, no. I'm with you. I'm with you there. Um, Molly's favorite. I don't want to go with Anissa. I might have to, but let me think. Uh,. You could get Napier. Yeah, that was actually where I was going because I was gonna say Mike Lowry, but I'm like, no, nah, I can't. He he made some he points. He's a victim of circumstance. Yeah, so Napier, cause he, you know, you the errand boy for the for the board. Like nigga, you ain't got no other job you can take. You ugh, grow so up. Cooning. That. Uh, all right. What about a favorite scene? Uh, it would have the scene where we we see. I I like the scene. Was talking uh, Cutter and not that they were secret lovers. <sighs> okay, we well, I'm the same scene. Tobias in love. All all of his love scenes with Cutter is. Uh, I just. I, yeah. Okay, Tobias and Cutter in love. And then what about a rating? What you rate this episode? Uh, I give it a solid. I give it a solid B. God damn it, nigga! We didn't say the same for everything. Let me. I'll, I'll put a B minus there. You it's give fine. it a B, yeah, because I think that, like I said, this is one of the better episodes, jam packed full of shit, and it just it was just good. It was a good episode. Um, it did it had its faults, but all in all, it was a really good episode. So I'm I'm here for it, and uh, shit, y'all be here for it too. Well. Uh, any any closing thoughts? Any final thoughts on the episode or the Stop scene? Stop this damn hiatus! Is stupid as hell. Um, this, let's just finish the show off. Ain't nothing three episodes left. Just finish the damn show. Yeah, yeah. That and can we just not do the scene? Like I'm tired of. Just stop. Just stop this shit. Yeah. Like, you know they got caught. We ain't gotta see them walk to the door and do all this shit. Just mm. Stop it. Um, unlike the episode, I'm with you. The highest is, is, is odd. But one thing I'm thinking is that this great shit, we ain't about to wrap this up in three episodes. This is probably going to be a very big storyline for season three. And I don't want that. Just let her leave. Let her leave. God damn. Anissa, you're not that great. All right, well, thanks, guys, for listening this far. You know, of course, use that hashtag BLMPod when you're listening to this episode or when you're watching Black Lightning Live on Bootleg, on Hulu, on CW, on DVR, or however you consume your Black Lightning media. Um, any, uh, get, get them your shit, your stuff, but yeah, your, your things. <laughs> Look, everybody, get in touch with me. You can get me on Twitter, at CodeJackson12, and you can get in touch with me on Instagram, at CodeJackson underscore BYNK, and you can listen to me every Tuesday, Governor Podcast, the best podcast on the internet. Hey, and of course, listeners, those links will be in the show notes as per usual. So make sure to click that uh, expand on the show notes and get into everything that Colt has to offer there. And of course, like I said before, hit us up on Twitter. 
Uh, Carefree Blurred for me. Uh, Carefree Black Nerd on every other social media site. Um, Facebook page as well. Carefree Black Nerd if you care to check that out. Um, we're on a hiatus, I guess. Or we'll figure some shit yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't have much by two weeks. So, uh, you know, take this time to go back and listen to other episodes in the catalog. Find more questions and crazy predictions. And hit us up on Twitter and let us know what your thoughts are. Um, and shit, you know, until next time, I guess stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky. And stay out of pods, because they will transfer you without you knowing it. Yeah, yeah, you don't want that. Looking at you, Hernandez. All right.